okay. Uh, welcome to Glowing Embers. This is the podcast that comes from our Friday campfires. Uh, it's just an opportunity to share what, what happened. Um, so this week we started, oh, it's with Paul and Jane. It's just the two of us, I should say that. Nobody hey, wanted to join us. I know. Feeling a bit sad really about that, but <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, we might need to probe that next week. Anyway, um, so this week we've been speaking a bit about protesting a few of the groups that were running and uh, I just wanted to progress that slightly and introduce or speak about this idea of value tensions and so we watched two short films one was about the history of protest in Britain and the other one was some of the scenes outside Parliament uh, during the sort of whole Brexit debate and how protest was ugly I suppose and the tensions between freedom of speech, freedom to protest, and also freedom to feel safe when in a public space. So that then just provoked a big conversation that went, again, everywhere. Yeah, and I think your your prompting question was something like, where are your value tensions or where are things arising for you? And it was, there was such a range of what people were talking about. And you know, there was conversation, certainly, you know, from my perspective, I was talking about how often the tension feels like it's in my head or mm. close to me because you see different things and can't quite make your mind up because you think you believe something and it feels really important and then you see something else and it really makes you question. And we went, the conversation went all through from kind of, you know, what do we do on, you know, who's in our world and those everyday conversations to, you know, systems and hierarchies and, you know, how often our systems are created to keep us in different places and so it becomes very hard to get your voice heard and that seemed to be a common theme about this you know the importance of feeling like you have a voice and you're able to be heard um which yeah definitely was a was a real theme um and also um, this yeah sorry go on paul no 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 i, I was just going to say within that the oranges or, or not oranges the origins of, of that um <laughs> connect to your your family unit and your family unit being this sort of this this bedrock of of value, the, your value system, but also then it becomes punctured when you move out into the world and you move into school environments or friendship groups or wherever, wherever. And it's how you then, as a young person, child, which we sort of like spoke about this, how do you marry all that up in a world that is full of conflicting um pieces of information statistics viewpoints it becomes really muddled about how where these tensions are and and how you work with them or hold them I thought all mm. oh, that was quite interesting mm. and I think that was what you know that I've made a note you know perceptions and what are we seeing and maybe there's something in that you know maybe it's getting more confusing because we have more access to more information more easily now and it's it's literally everywhere whereas maybe even 20, 30 years ago, your source of information would have probably been BBC or ITV and your daily newspaper, depending on what your political view was. Now, almost everywhere you look, there's information or and it's it, it's becoming harder maybe to know what to trust and that you can literally be on you know, a social media feed and within three posts, there can be completely contrasting views that you're exposed to. Whereas perhaps in years gone by, you would have been exposed or chosen to expose yourself to bits of information that maybe that aligned more with your your values and beliefs um and that yeah how do you differentiate between what's a perception what's a reality and who's giving you that perspective 
and, and Karen's point was interesting that actually, even if someone gives a perspective or opinion and it's wrong, it doesn't really matter that they lied. It was just like, oh yeah, I made a mistake about that. And it's like, wow, that could have influenced a lot of people in a short space of time to do something or, and it's, it's, it's so easy just to say, oh, well, it was wrong. But actually, the impact of that is huge. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and, and that is very, yeah, that feels quite prevalent everywhere you look. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and there's no, maybe it's about, I don't know, I, maybe there's less consequences sometimes, or you feel like there's less consequences of people going, oh, sorry, I got it wrong, or often not even saying sorry. Yeah. You know, often there's never an apology. It was just, oh, well, I got the wrong information given to me. And, and we didn't speak about this, but it, it connects to the Marcus Radford stuff about the, the food um, poverty and, and removing food from children's mouths and the Tory party going, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's not us. And then the spin is like, no, we're the good guys. And then it happens again. And he's like, by the way, you've done it. I heard this in the podcast. And it's like, yeah. And it's like, my God, it's so flipping. It's so easy. And then it's so easy to spin the story to the people who potentially were doing the wrong thing. Mm. And uh, but then what emerged was the biggest tension in the whole campfire. We always finish with a song, and the suggestions this week were just too varied. We went from Madonna to the Clash to Simon and Garfield. I mean, it was just mental. So I said, "What do we do?" Uh, yeah, and probably the best suggestion ever came from Bianca, and we both just said how we can't believe that it's not been suggested before or we've not come up with the idea um but bianca suggested that we all just listen to our own song on mute and almost then have a guessing game we could uh, you know it was the, what was it silent disco so it's like you're all in the same place but all dancing to a totally different beat yet you're connected by being in the same room so what ensued was we learned that callum has some serious dance moves i think mm. that's what we learned yeah <sighs> And we had, I don't know what, so I played loner of, Owner of a Lonely Heart. Um, so we went real 80s. But then we, we all unmuted at one point and it just sounded like you were in, I don't know, the worst disco with a DJ who couldn't mix, putting on, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know what was happening. It was joyful but, though, that's what I know. It was, it was, and to go from what was a really serious conversation, I think that summed up, that is what campfires are about. We were having, you know, proper, where a lot of us didn't know the answers, but it was okay in that space to be able to say, I'm not sure, I don't know, this is what it feels, this is difficult. Mm. And yet then to all come together and connect at the end over something as joyful as music and to leave feeling uplifted and... Yeah, like you've had a good night out. <laughs> <laughs> but without the hangover. <laughs> uh, so join us, sign up at Eventbrite. It's fun. Bring your friends. See you next week. Cheers. In my dreams, it's with me all the time.